What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 335, I think, of the Not Born This Way podcast. All right. So this last uh, week, I went to see one of my relatively new favorite uh, musicians, country guy named Brantley Gilbert. Uh never listened to country in my life until uh, a couple years ago. Uh, I don't know how I got turned on to this guy, but he was kind of like a more more of a rock country type thing. And again, I don't know all the genres within country, but he was more more rock than country, it sounded like. But anyway, I've been listening to his album, like as many of his albums as I could find for the last couple of years, and I, I'm really into them. And so I was, my son likes them too, so I was searching for... Uh, you know, if he's playing in concert, and then I found that he was coming up to Maine, to Bangor, um, this was a few months ago, I found that he was coming up here in August, so I was like, all right, right on, and it turns out that he was uh, touring with Nickelback, um, which I thought was kind of funny, right, because Nickelback is definitely more of a, you know, a rock band, um, so he was opening for them. I thought, well, I'm not like super interested in seeing Nickelback, but I definitely want to see Brantley Gilbert. So I got tickets for my son and I, and then uh, we just went up this past week. So what I wanted to talk about today, though, is Nickelback. So if you don't know who they are, then this podcast will not make a whole lot of sense to you. But Nickelback is a rock band that's been around I, I don't know I'm gonna say 20 to 30 years right so there's these one of these bands that's like to me still surprising to find out that they're still touring right so I feel like they're like my age and, you know most of these guys are you know burnt out and toast by the time they're like 30 so to find out that this you know hard rock band is still touring is always pretty entertaining but but the more the part I wanted to talk about is Nickelback has been has been like the butt of jokes in the music industry for as long as I can remember, right? So and I don't exactly know why, but I think it's because they would they would fall into this weird category of like popular rock. And what I mean by that is like the more hardcore rock people, you know, hardcore fans don't like it when their bands or their type of music becomes like mainstream, right? So if you listened to early Metallica, they were a lot heavier. And I think that's happens to a lot of bands as they start to get popular. Um, they become a little bit more mainstream. Like they start to angle a little bit towards the middle because the more towards the middle they are, the more they get played on the radio, they can capture a wider audience, right? So imagine if if a band is really, really dark, hardcore, heavy metal, they're going to have this hardcore fan base but not be super popular. And let's say they make one song that's a little less aggressive, a little less hardcore, and uh, a little bit more of a normal uh, type person listens to it and likes it and it gets played on the radio. And all of a sudden, 
they start making a lot more money, selling a lot more albums because all of the kind of middle of the road people that didn't like their really heavy stuff like this more moderate stuff. Well, when that happens, the hardcore fans start to get pissed because they're like, oh man, our band is like selling out and going soft. But the band is like, hey dude, you know, we got to pay our bills and this is how we become famous. So Nickelback is kind of one of those bands that I feel like has always been, you know, the hardcore rock fans think they're too corny and, and commercial. Um, they, the people that don't like rock, you know, make fun of Nickelback. Like they're just this, uh, I don't know, like kind of middle of the road band. But they've had tons of really popular hits, right? Like if you went to their concert and didn't think you knew them, you'd hear like 15 songs that you recognize and you probably know all the words to because they're in movies, they're in commercials, they're just on the radio. So there's always been jokes about like that they're cheesy or that if you like Nickelback, you have no taste in music. Like Nickelback even is aware of this so much to the degree that they have a t-shirt for sale at the concert that says Nickelback, fan or liar, <laughs> right? Like basically suggesting that everyone's a fan and if they're not, they're lying about it, right? Because everybody's like secretly likes them. But like no one will admit it. And if you went on Facebook and said like, I love Nickelback, like everybody would make fun of me, right? And so likewise, the lead singer of Nickelback is going to get that same kind of treatment, right? He's like this little bit of a joke within the butt of everyone's joke in music, right? Like he's probably not the greatest talent or singer. So he's, you know, real legit singers would say he's a joke, but he's not like hardcore or really raspy rock guy. So those guys wouldn't like him. So he kind of falls in this no man's land. So I always think like, man, that kind of sucks, right? To be the butt of everyone's joke. Like how, how would it feel to be the band or the singer that kind of everyone makes fun of, right? That people make memes about your band or about you. Well, so Brantley comes out. No, not even. There was a guy before him, Josh something. So Josh something comes out. He's the warm-up guy. I never heard of him before. Pretty good country guy. So he sings a song or two and then says, all right. Now, the crowd is pretty bit, pretty packed right now. So it's Bangor, uh, I don't know, Amphitheater or something. But it's, it's a lot of people. I don't know how many. Let's call it 20,000. Place is pretty close to full. Sold out, probably. Um, place is jamming. Everybody's excited. So this guy comes out and says, hey, you know, I know you all are excited for the, the next uh, singers. Who, who's here? Who's excited for Brantley Gilbert? And, you know, probably 30, 40 percent of the place starts clapping, you know, screaming. Yeah, he says, and then who's excited for Nickelback tonight? And the place goes fucking nuts. People are screaming. Girls are yelling. Everybody's clapping. And I'm like, wow, man. Like, all these people are so into this dude, right? And then, um, you know, Brantley played. He was awesome. And then when Nicolette came on, the place went crazy. Everybody's singing along. Um, the singer looks great for whatever age he is. He, they, they performed really well. We, my son and I left after a couple songs because so that wasn't our, our scene. 
Uh, I don't drink anymore, so being around a bunch of 50, 60-year-old people who were drunk was not uh, my idea of a good time. It was entertaining, though. But um, I thought to myself as I'm looking at him up there, I'm like, man, this guy has got the last laugh, right? Because he is clearly extremely popular. He's got screaming, you know, thousands of screaming fans right here, selling out stadiums and, you know, concert venues all over the country still at like 50 years old, whatever he is. Uh, I'm sure he's a multi, multi millionaire doing quite well financially. Um, and I'm thinking, man, isn't this, doesn't this say so much, right? And, and my takeaway was like so many people live in fear of like criticism and being mocked and the idea of having a, a meme made about you, right? Like people literally making a meme about your talent or your ability at at the thing that is your life, right? Like this, like, like singing and being the front man of this band is who he is. And imagine being made fun of very, very publicly and for a really long time for your ability or lack of it in that thing that defines you, right? Like think of how defeating that could be. Think of how hard that would be, right? To wake up every day and read that shit and to know that that's the, that's the running narrative about you, right? And I'm sure if you're listening to this, at some point you've been made fun of, right? Whether it was being picked on in school, whether it was even good humored by your friends or your family when you had a certain shirt on or outfit on or you, or you tripped or you fell down or you posted something on Facebook or Instagram that people had negative comments for, or, um, you know, you got, you struck out in a baseball game. Like there was something that put you in that vulnerable position of feeling heckled, feeling made fun of. And it was probably pretty awful. Right. And so many of us live in a, fear of this feeling that we're not even aware of, but it stops us from, from doing so many things, right? You know, again, they talk about fear of public speaking as like, like right up there in the top three for people. Well, why? Because they're afraid of being mocked. They're afraid of being humiliated, right? In front of a lot of people. Like, I think the idea of doing stand-up comedy is probably the scariest thing I can think of, right? Because you're just up there basically naked and people can just not laugh at your jokes, right? Say you suck, start heckling you. Like, I think that's for most people, pretty terrible thought. And so we, we avoid trying things and doing things, whether we're aware of it or not for fear of exactly that happening, right? We don't, uh, we don't ask the person out on the date because we don't want them to say no and embarrass us. We don't, and we definitely don't want to approach them uh, in a public place in front of their friends, right? We don't want to make the phone call or go to the job interview because we're afraid we're not qualified, 
um, even if the person is literally just going to say, no, thank you, we're kind of afraid of that rejection. We're damn sure not going to put out a video on Facebook or Instagram where we're talking or performing or singing. We're not going to enter this competition or try writing this book or try selling this piece of art because somebody might not like it or somebody might say something like we we're so limited by this fear and I think about this guy and this band who are just straight up thriving and in fact probably laughing right through it that they're like the expression laughing all the way to the bank like these guys are all crazy multi-millionaires and and people make fun of them right and and the irony is that the people making fun of them are not musicians and are not millionaires and are not famous and don't have screaming fans most of the people making fun of them and making memes are fucking losers like they're people that have nothing that have accomplished nothing. The funniest thing they've ever done, the biggest thing they've ever done is probably make that meme and gotten a couple laughs and likes from their friends, right? So that's, again, another like super ironic part of this is the people that are holding us back from trying the things we want to try are usually not even people we care about. They're literally strangers on the internet. They're strangers in the crowd that we don't even know. Like, why do we let the opinions of someone that we'll never meet, who has never accomplished anything, who's, who means absolutely nothing to us, but we're so afraid of their judgment that we don't pursue our dreams. We don't pursue our goals. We don't try things. We don't get out of our little box and try because we're afraid, right? And then I just looked at him up there and I thought, man, if this could be a lesson to anybody to just not give a fuck. And that's not, everybody says that and they don't mean it. It's really hard to do. It's really hard to not give a fuck about what people think. But if you can work on it and try to overcome it, and you still will, like it still bothers me when people make fun of me or don't believe in me or don't like something I did or have a negative comment about something I did or, um, you know, anything, all of the things that we're all afraid of, I'm still afraid of them and I still don't like them, but I'm getting better and better every time at overriding that because I'm aware that, you know, I always think of the people who are going to make these comments or are making these comments that they, their opinions means really does and should mean nothing to me. And they're almost never someone who's actually achieved in the area, right? So, you know, it's not like celebrity singers are trashing these guys. It's shithole people who have no life who are trashing these guys. I'm sure other singers and bands might not like their style, might not be their kind of music, but they, I'm sure they appreciate the hard work and the success that these guys have found. So uh, I just thought it was 
a very telling moment for me to realize, man, you know, for all of us who are hesitant to do things because we don't want to be criticized, holy shit, man, let's get out there and do it because the what we are missing out on because of the fear of being criticized is just, um, is everything, right? And, and it's literally meaningless. Like the success of that band and that lead singer just made me realize that the, the critics and their ridiculous comments and opinions mean absolutely nothing. And we can be insanely successful and happy, um, in spite of them and honestly right in their face. I'll talk to you later, guys.